you deserve to be treated for your hard work. That's what my friend Trixie said in her interview. And in this series, we've talked about burnout and taking care of ourselves without the guilt. And to cap off this self-care series, in today's episode of the Purposeful Productivity Podcast, we are going to talk all about how to not burn out in the first place while managing multiple things, multiple roles, might even be multiple businesses. You're listening to the Purposeful Productivity Podcast, where we talk about the science, stories, and strategies behind productivity that lights you up without burning you out. With your host, na, shh, secret lang natin to ah, medyo uto din, Sales Alejandro. I'm a very big believer that prevention is better than cure. But that also means it takes way more work. And that's going to be the focus of our topic today. It's more strategy, more systems. I feel like we've delved into science, stories, and now we're going deeper into strategy for this episode. So if you're someone who feels like you're juggling multiple roles or wearing multiple hats... This episode is definitely for you. It's something I personally relate to a lot. So I have a lot of things to say in this episode. Hope you guys will tune in until the end. So let me give you a brief outline of the things we're going to talk about in today's episode. Number one would be why it's important to balance these things, but you all know why anyway. Number two would be making a time audit or inventory for yourself. And number three is more about systems, like setting up systems to help you not get burnt out. Just a short primer on that. And then we'll see if I have anything else to add. Let's get started. Number one, like why is it important for us to manage this? I know everyone knows why. It's because... If we're able to manage this, then we can, you know, be healthier and do way more without being burnt out, without feeling stressed, and maganda tayo at the end of the day. And that's, you know, that's what we all want, right? To achieve a lot of things without feeling like las pag tayo or just stressed out kasi not cute. But anyway, the challenge is really knowing when enough is enough because a lot of people they they know what they want right they have multiple goals in life they really want to get it but then when i take into account like when i bring up the topic of are you doing too much and they always reply like hindi naman but when we actually dive deeper like that's when they realize like oh I'm actually doing too much. Like, there's too much on my plate. This is not sustainable. And, you know, that's where number two comes in, which is taking an inventory. And because if we know how much is on our plate and how much more we can take, then we can understand what are the steps that we can do to prevent future burnout. So instead of just, you know, surviving 
doing, you know, adapting to whatever comes our way. Instead of being like reactive like that, instead of being passive and reactive to the situation, we can turn things around and be more proactive and take charge of the situation. And that is always a good thing or well, pastayon. I am an awkward person. So thing is when I say like number one is all about knowing why it's important. Even though I mentioned like why, there might be some things that I missed that are important specifically to you, to your values, and to the reason why you're working so hard, right? It's a universal feeling of, you know, wanting to achieve our goals. But what is personal to every single person is why we're doing what we're doing. Bakit ba natin pinapahirapan sarili natin by doing all these multiple things? And whatever it may be, chances are it's because it's important to you. It's important for you to be able to provide for your family. It might be important for you to be, you know, active in social issues. That's something that you stand for. Or simply it just might be fun for you and you like having fun and doing things is fun for you. But the number one thing here is you have to know why you're doing what you're doing. Otherwise, when you're starting to burn out, when you're starting to be demotivated, you always go back to this is basically your anchor. And as cliche as it may sound, like you have to know your why. And when I say why, it doesn't have to be, I'm not sure if I mentioned this already. I'll mention it again. It does not have to be super like, oh, world peace or ending world hunger or anything super big like that if it doesn't feel authentic. That's the key here. It can be something as simple as because you want to or because you want to take care of yourself. You don't have to feel selfish about this. What's important is that it feels authentic to you and it feels like you're telling yourself the truth. Whatever it is, it's valid, right? So once you have number one down... We can move on to the next step, which is making an inventory for yourself of what exactly are the things on your plate. Because it's easy for us to say, oh, I can handle it like based on what we feel, right? And while our gut and our emotions help us make more like better decisions in some cases, in some cases, it messes everything up. And during those times, this is when we want data to back up what we feel or to counter it. So in this case, this is when I generally recommend people to do a time audit. And not gonna lie, I love the Futures video on basically making a time audit. That will be linked in the show notes below. I also offer something like this for my clients if they want to do it live. But alternatively, that is a very good video to check out and see. So try that out after this podcast. So what's a time audit in the first place? It's basically just like money. An audit is when you check everything to make sure everything is balanced or you know where every single 
hour was spent on. And you'll be surprised at how much time you actually have to get things done. I have seen people do this exercise and they're like, what? I thought I didn't have time. But apparently, it's because I spend three hours a day scrolling on social media needlessly when I could just, you know, be doing something else and making use of my time someplace else. That is a good realization. That is important for you to see for yourself exactly what is on your plate, how much time you're spending on these things, and whether or not you want to continue doing the same thing or you want to make changes. Now, there are some people who are doing everything well when we do the time audit and then we find that they're not procrastinating unnecessarily. It's just that they have so much on their plate. And these are the prime candidates for burnout because when you've optimized everything and still not have enough time, then what do you do, right? So this is very important for us to know before we can even like balance, which is the whole point of this episode, right? Is to know how do you do everything without burning out. And if you've listened to the, the episode on burnout, we know that burnout happens when the demand, when the stress demands something from you that you cannot provide enough resources for it to be managed. So basically, there's this mismatch between what the stress is asking for and your your body's ability to provide and manage that stressor in the first place. And when you find that you don't have enough time or not even enough time, enough energy and attention to be able to do these, like all the things in your plate, then that can be a symptom that you might be on your way to burnout. And that's why audits like this are important because we see what is actually happening on this detailed level, which is not possible if the only thing we have to go off on is how you feel about certain things. Because again, burnout, it's kind of happens all at once. It's like you're okay, even though you've been overworking yourself, and then suddenly you just snap and just it just comes crashing down. Related to this topic on time audit is a discussion of like actually knowing what's on your plate. So the nitty-gritty version of that is doing a time audit where you, you know, track things down what's actually happening every single day on average on average and then seeing whether or not you're spending your time wisely it's a very simple but effective tool but on a more general term it's knowing what responsibilities you actually have right now that you might not realize like you might not feel that you're doing so much until you see it in front of you and list it down and actually see like, oh, this is so much, I, I can't. It's only when you write it down and visually see it that sometimes it registers like to your brain late only once you've done this exercise. So highly, highly recommend 
this order of like doing the this whole like managing and balancing multiple areas of your life so now you have two options you can either go the shorter route which is just listing down everything you're responsible for but if you can go to the like next level which is doing the whole time audit process it will help you out i promise the key here is to be honest with your audit like you can't the tendency is for people to give the ideal version instead of the actual version like ideally i scroll social media only for one hour and then we find out what's actually happening is they're scrolling for three hours and you have to be honest with yourselves for this audit thing to be effective right so once you've done step one and two which is understand your why and actually know what's on your plate now you can make decisions for step number three and this is where it gets fun this is where it gets fun because now we go into the main topic of how to prevent burnout in the first place while balancing multiple areas of your life and you know integrating work-life balance into the mix right so this this sounds like a pipe dream for a lot of people like there's this triangle going around like it was a it was a college meme so it's a triangle and in those points you have good grades social life and enough sleep and then you can only choose two for a lot of people it's it's a pipe dream to have all three of those but i really believe it's possible you just have to set expectations the right expectations for your personal current situation right now, which is why we did number two, and knowing why you want to have all of these different things in the first place, which is number one, would definitely help you out as compared to, you know, attempting to doing everything until stress takes over and things start slipping and you end up crying in your bed, deciding to do nothing and just watching netflix to just escape reality and all of that you know you know what i mean you've been there we've all been there so those first two steps are actually very important before you go into step three so now step three this is usually where i get personal because depending on who i'm talking to i would give different pieces of advice depending on everyone's you know different situations and context and all of that boring stuff but since this is a podcast, let me give you some general, you know, tips or general, not sure if it warrants a framework, but this is what I usually think about when we are now in step three and how we balance all of this. Now we have different areas in our lives and different goals in those areas in our lives. The first thing to know before you make systems is what does good look like? Which is just a different way of asking, like, what are standards mo for this goal? Right? If it's a fitness goal, like, goal mo ba maging Olympian? Or do you just want to be healthy? Or do you want to lose weight? You know, there are different goals for different people. But it's important for you to have that, to have a ceiling point for you because if you're managing so many areas of your life 
you can't be excellent in all of them as one single person if you have like 10 different areas of your life you can't be like 100% in all of that all of the time so you need to have a ceiling for what good looks like and that is you know the standard the vision so if your fitness goal is just to be healthy then you don't have to be ripped like you don't have to be super duper fit unless you want to do a triathlon or something like that so for each of those areas in your life it would help if you have that measure of what good looks like right and then after you have that you can rearrange every every aspect of your life or every area of your life and know alin ba talaga dito yung priority mo is it really work is it really family is it really this is it really that and then that's when you know like ito yung priority ko which means dapat ito yung inuuna ko and this is where people get tripped up we start feeling bad if we slip. So for example, you have like 10 different areas in your life and then we're starting to slip sa 10th priority, the lowest priority. And then we feel bad and then we try to overcompensate for that last, you know, nice to have but not really super duper important thing in our lives and then everything else starts slipping instead of realizing that yes, things it's normal for things to slip just having that sense of this is good enough and good enough is okay to have because since this is my 10th priority okay lang na medyo mababa yung what good looks like right not going to give specific examples because i don't want you guys comparing what your priorities are to me or to someone else whatever it is on that last level like, it's okay. And you have to be okay with being okay with that. So, okay. Naka-prioritize na siya. You know what good looks like. How do you do your systems? To do your systems, I would go from highest priority to lowest priority. So, what does that mean? What's a system anyway? So, in this case, the simplest explanation I can give. Because let's go back to our goal. The goal is for you to not be burnt out even though you're juggling so many things, right? And so you have different areas of your life that's iba-iba yung priority nila. And ibig sabihin, iba-iba yung impact niya sa happiness mo and contentment mo. I'm assuming kung ano yung mas mataas sa priority list, yun yung mas mataas yung impact sa'yo. Which means, for number three, Yung systems na ibibuild mo to help you not get burnt out and not to help you not get stressed, you will focus that first. Ang uunahin mo is yung mga nasa taas ng listahan sa priority mo. Right? Let's say it's area number one or priority number one. Then you would ask yourself, ano yung thing dito na nahihirapan akong gawin nakapagginawan ko ng sistema, sobrang makakatulong sa akin. A good mental model to follow for this is the Pareto Principle. So, I will give an example just so it's easier to visualize. So, let's say priority number one ko would be my business. Business one. 
Let's just call it business one. So, that's my priority. So, let's say it's a cake-making, cake-selling business. And that's my first priority. That's the thing most important to me right now. When I make my systems, I'll ask myself, ano dito sa business na to, sa area ng buhay ko na to, ako nahihirapan na if ginawan ko ng sistema, ma-apply ko yung Pareto Principle sa results. What does this mean? What is the Pareto Principle? It's 80-20. So, meaning, ano yung 20% dito sa ginagawa ko sa baking business na to, na if na-solutionan ko, 80% ng results manggagaling sa kanya. Okay, let me repeat that and rewind that a little bit more just so mas maganda explanation. So, I'll give an example. For example, what I really don't like about my baking business is maguhugas ako ng sobrang daming dishes after ko mag-bake. Right? And that takes up, like, I don't know, that stresses me out so much. Let's say, I don't bake. But, yun yung example. So, I'm going to start thinking, what can I do for myself what investment can I make sa systems ko or what, wherever it is na pwede kong galawin so that matanggal yung stress na yun. So that is, the Pareto principle here is basically, if ginawa ko to for my baking business, then the results of that would improve a lot. So take that 80%, 20% thing, it's not set in stone. A better way of saying it is, ano yung thing na maliit na pag inayos ko, sobrang laki ng advantage sa akin. Yun lang yung idea ng Pareto Principle. Like, alin dito yung with minimal effort or resources, makakatulong a lot sa business ko. Not everything is like this, pero... It's a good way of knowing alin yung pwede mong galawin first. So, you'll probably have a list na, okay, ito parang hindi ganun ka-high impact, pero madali gawin, and all of that. But the, the point here is to focus on, you know, what don't you like doing na kapag sinolusyonan mo, super makaka-help sa business mo. Yun yung point nun. Hope that explanation was clear enough. So in this case, right, the example here is the, you know, me not like not wanting to wash the baking dishes after I bake. Another example might be does not like marketing or hindi mahilig go on icing, you know, things like that. There are solutions for each of those problems. So in this case, the whole dishwashing thing, I can either hire someone to do it. I can buy a dishwasher. You know, yun yung mga top of mind ko. Even though I'm not super familiar with it, I feel like yun yung... Those are the options, basically. So, let's recap. So, balik tayo, right? You know why you want to have the baking business. You also know it's high priority sa listahan mo because of number one, right? You know your why. And then, number two is you know the priority of it and all of that. And now, you're looking at number three, which is, okay, dito sa high-priority item na to, alin dito yung pwede kong baguhin 
para lalong mapadali yung buhay ko, para hindi ako nasistress, hindi ako nababurnout, or it might even be para lalong lumago yung you know, business ko. That's the kind of thinking that you want when you're doing this kind of thing. Because when you start thinking like this, then, you know, work-life balance, it's not just like balance, it's integration. And you will definitely thrive. You can get like, you can get, you know, the whole triangle, like good grades, social life, enough sleep, or, you know, good business, social life, enough sleep. That is honestly possible if you are a systems thinker. And this is a prime example of that. And so basically, like, the last part of it is now that you know, like, it's your options more. The next step is to decide. So let's say you have two options. Either you, you hire someone or you buy a dishwasher. And so those are two different choices. There are two different costs. Monetary then. So you have monetary, pero meron ring non-monetary cost, like time, energy, you know, setting up systems for either one of those choices. Because if you hire someone, then you would need to set up systems like detrain mo siya, tuturuan mo siya, mag-set up ka ng sistema, paano siya babayaran. And then if dishwasher naman, then you'd be like, okay, magkano to, paano ko to i-maintain, paano ko nasira, ano yung warranty. Blah, blah, blah. And then that's where, you know, cost-benefit analysis comes in and all of that, which is not going to go into that. But basically, the end of step three should be you have a decision that will greatly impact your life because pinili mo yung one of the things that are stressing you out the most in an area that you care the most about. And there is a strong reason why that is there in the first place. So I hope you guys are seeing how all of these three things are integrated and how they all like play a very important role for each other. So imagine, imagine you do this for one thing. And then, so pagtapos na yon, malaking impact. And then you move on to the next thing and to the next thing and to the next. You, you get the point, right? Na eventually slow and steady, you're already building your system. It's like you're building a well-oiled machine called your life that does not stress you out, that you can manage nicely with the energy that you have and the time that you actually want to put into it. And all of this without feeling stressed, without feeling burnt out, and without feeling guilty. I hope you guys can use this a lot because I have seen people get to this level. And they're all very inspiring. And so if they can get to that level, I'm sure you can do this too, whoever's listening here, right? So that actually wraps up our self-care series. So I hope nakatikim kayo ng each of those you know aspects of our show the story the science and the strategy and i am very much excited for how you guys are going to take action so let me know i would love to hear from you my email address is down below so show notes somewhere and yeah just drop me a message 
And before ending this show, I actually want to announce something. There is an ongoing giveaway that I am holding. So again, there's going to be a link in the show notes below for more details. But basically, there is a giveaway to celebrate being on... Well, there's a lot to celebrate, sa totoo lang. Uh, being on the top 200 podcasts sa Spotify Philippines and just being featured in Win in Manila and all of that. There's so much to be grateful for. Thank you for all of your support. We are now actually reaching... Actually, lampas 8,000 downloads na, which is apparently like a lot according to my podcast strategist friends. So thank you so much for all of your support. And I hope that I keep adding value into your lives. But yes, basically there's a giveaway, a new prizes, a new mechanics. Again, show notes below. Pero short instructions lang. You basically just have to give me a review. There's a link below to like where. And then it's a send you screenshots sa email, which is also below sa show notes. And then you will be eligible to enter a raffle draw. We are extending the giveaway to December instead of November. And you stand a chance to win a one-on-one coaching session with me, which is worth 150 USD. And meron ring like runner-up prizes, which are like four people. So one person will win a one-on-one with me. And then four people will win one group coaching session worth 50 USD, which is like 2,500 pesos per person. Yun eh. And then three winners of 300 pesos worth of grab credits so that while you're listening to the podcast or while you're working on your stuff and being productive, you know, so details are in the show notes somewhere below. So again, Thank you so much for listening to the Purposeful Productivity Podcast. I am your host and certified Notion consultant, Sales Alejandro. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Ingat kayo. I will see you next time. Bye. So that was today's episode of the Purposeful Productivity Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Sales Alejandro. And if you want to learn more about this or get all the latest updates on this podcast the best way for you to do that is to go to sellsalejandro.com slash newsletter again that's sellsalejandro that's my name sellsalejandro.com slash newsletter thank you so much for sticking around i'll see you in the next one take care bye and don't forget to always show up every day bye